Friday night just got paid. Yeah, we wasn't really doing nothing on that other one. We were just listening to you conversate. In the deep dark hills of eastern Kentucky There's a place where I trace my bloodlines It was there I read on a hillside gravestone You'll never leave Harlan Well, oh, what was the guy's name? Huh? Somebody. Somebody walked out of a mountain or... Trey walks up about 10 in the morning and he sits back down about 3 in the day and he fills his cup. With whatever Gatorade he's drinking and he spends his life playing the piano and thinking of how to get away. And the thunder rolls, the lightning strikes, another car go home. <laughs> In a sleepless night, as the storm rolls on out of control. Deep in her heart, and thunder Wow! Here we go. Welcome to your boys' podcast. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I know what we need. <laughs> Welcome to your boys' podcast. Thank you, thank you, everybody. Uh, we are live here, uh, from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yep. We, uh, it's, you know, it's nice. Yes, yeah, a nice little. It's better uh, than expected, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that a lot of times when you come up here, man, you really expect it to be as nice as it ends up being. It's a luxurious mm-hmm. three-story cabin, uh, with the latest furnishings, 50-inch TV, uh, Spiral staircase, dishwasher, a lamp, bear lamps, a bear rug. They remember that bear uh, in the hot tub uh, song. I love you more today than yesterday by Spiral Staircase. No, nope. I love you more today than yesterday, but not as much as tomorrow. The band was called Spiral Staircase. What a weird name for a band. So we're going to ramble on a little bit. We got some exciting t- topics. <laughs> we do. We got a couple things we want to discuss, man. And I don't know how you guys feel, but I was traveling this week and I noticed that uh, they'll just put racing stripes on anything now. I saw a Dodge Caravan minivan with racing stripes. Wow. Dude, if Dale Earnhardt Jr. is not driving that thing, what does that person even do? And you know good and dang well Dale Earnhardt Jr. is not driving a Dodge Grand Caravan. 
Not at all, dude. This wasn't even a grand caravan. This was just a caravan. Dude, this was a smaller one. You yeah. Know, not the grand version. And it was, what are you doing, man? Are you really going to race someone in a Dodge minivan? Why? Don't don't think it would be a close race. No. Earn your stripes. That's a L. Like Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to earn those, dude. I wonder how he got those two, though. You know, if he had to earn them. I got a tuba. And we got two racing stripes on the van. You know how to. Maybe one, two races. Dude, that's it. What was he racing? You know, yeah, a 1998 the Toyota Tercel. Right. Got that W. Yeah. You know, and then a probably like a 01 Oldsmobile. Probably. Got that W. Yeah. It could have got counts. a couple wins, I guess. A win's a win, man. Apparently, too, if you got to earn your stripes, you know. If you ain't first, you're last or something. Something like that. That's funny that you mentioned a Tercel, man. We had that family member that we talked about before who lived in a barn. And they they got that person a Toyota Tercel to drive. Dude, I think it was on its last legs. So when it ended up dying, they said, you know what? Your sister needs a new car. We're going to get her a new car, but we're going to get you a fresh moped. A now that's fresh a pre-owned moped. That's a, that's a true story. That you know, some of our family members, you know, and they may lived. have played favorites. Dude, they lived out like in the woods, so the road that this person would have had to travel at nighttime after they got off work at the Pizza Hut was highly dangerous and filled with you know woodland creatures. Oh yeah, dude. And you cutting out through there, you know, wide open on a moped going twenty eight, twenty nine miles an hour, going down the hill at least thirty six, and they didn't get that person a helmet. They got a pre-owned moped, no helmet. I think they did get them, like, elbow and knee pads, like, for skateboards. But, dang. They're just hoping for the best, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's a good way of letting somebody know you don't really want them around no more. Yeah. You know, I know you're our kid, but mm, we're going to get you a moped, no helmet, and make sure you work the night shift. Yes. We used to have a neighbor that would go around and round up all the stray cats Stuff them in a bag, tie them to a cement block, and throw them in a lake. Oh, oh dang, dude! That that individual was probably some type of serial killer. Now sounds like my kind of guy. No, it started off with cats for the know? cats, not killing people. Yeah, dude. That's one of the patterns. Yeah, start off with animals. Yeah. What about Jeffrey Dahmer eating all those animals? Yeah, dude. What about him eating them people? Yeah. Where do you start? Yeah, that's a weird thing, dude. I'd start with a calf, probably. Think about this, though. When you try new foods, right? Like the first time I tried um, alligator, say. I was like, man, I don't really... I don't know how this is going to taste. Let me try it in a comfortable way that I'm familiar with. So they did boneless alligator bites, which are obviously the best way to do bites. But they didn't, they deep fried them, mm-hmm. and they were like little, you know, chicken nuggets or boneless wings. They were like uh, popcorn chicken. That was a good, yeah. a good yeah, yeah. descriptor. And so you tried alligator, and you thought, man, this is not that bad. Mm-hmm. But what about the first time Jeffrey Dahmer tried a person? I'll do like, that. How did he, he do that? South Maybe he was just like a pioneer. 
yeah. of something that ended up just not being good. Because we all got to try something before we know. Did he cut up some calf and deep fry it? Who was the first? I mean, the first dude that ate it, that ate a cow. Turned out it was good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Could have been bad, but we wouldn't have known that. So yeah. Maybe Jeffrey Dahmer's just making sure that we aren't realizing people are good to eat. Yeah. Somebody had to do it. And, you know, he took the L on that one. Dude, he took a big L, though. You know, like that ultimate L, death. Yeah. So. But he uh, easy. <laughs> he uh, he just man, he wasn't doing uh, you know a lot of good things. You can't eat people. No, dude, that's not okay. That is not uh, that's frowned upon. Yeah, in almost every culture. Yeah, I mean this. I've seen a lot of minivans. There's plenty of jeeps out here in Tennessee. Um, let's not get started on that. Not even talk about. We it. went to Paula Deen's this morning. Yeah, and, buddy. Uh, what were not, your thoughts on that trip? You know, it was my first time there, and I was a. Uh, I was a little skeptic. I felt even the after skepticism. I left, I was still skeptic about what <laughs> I just experienced. Yeah. Um. They had an elevator and an escalator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was impressive. Um. Everything was brown. Like, think of, like, there was not one food that wasn't brown. You know what I'm saying? I think they cook everything with the sepia tint. Mm hmm. Yeah. Put I that filter on it thing. before. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm they fine didn't... with. It, it, it was good. Um, the bacon was thick. Yeah. Thick cut, bro. Uh, there's a little bacon right there for you. Ooh. Um, but my reviews are mostly based off of how I feel afterwards. And I felt mm-hmm. good afterwards. Um, what we want to hear yeah so i figured we'd go back you know later i don't know yeah whatever but paula dean wasn't there there was a cutout of her and it was about four feet tall actual yeah. size so she's oh yeah a small dude woman. she is a small lady i don't know how she sees the stove she's got to like reach up yeah, this is how she flips pancakes dude i thought she would be fatter too you know cooking all that delicious food well, she but doesn't apparently need it. Well, apparently not. Yeah, you know, I, I think she used to, and then she was like, "Man, That's like Gordon Ramsay, dude, I can't slap a pound of butter and everything and that not die at thirty. You know what I'm saying? She has a gift shop downstairs in the place, right? Oh, and yeah. you would think that if they have an upstairs, they would just put regular stairs in, since you're fixing to eat, you know, a stick of butter per person. But they don't. They have an escalator, dude. There's a uh, like a little you know gift shop item that you can like sit on your kitchen counter. And it said, butter, y'all. Is that a question, a what? statement, or what, what context is that? Butter, y'all. Butter, y'all. Butter, y'all. See? Butter, y'all. It could be all sorts of different things. Butter, there. y'all. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Add dude. the butter. Yeah, but, if you ain't cooking with butter, go home, brother. Yeah, what are you, you doing? You ain't doing it right. Dude, I think... Uh, you know, you got to know your customer as a business. And I think Paula Dean knows her customers. Yeah. That is the exact reason why they don't have stairs. Yeah. They have escalators and an elevator for their patrons. For to the people get that can't up. go up an escalator. Yeah. You have an elevator. <laughs> so, you know, there, you know, there's a, 85% chance they know if you're walking through that door, you're fat. I'm pretty sure they had a crane parked out back in case they couldn't go in the elevator. Oh, yeah, dude. They got to get them up there somehow. You know, they're paying customers. They got to take care of them. Who came up with the first elevator, you know, knowing it was going to be used for fat, lazy people? Like, we need to come up with some kind of hoist that we can lift them aloft. 
to where they need to be up, to where they don't have to use stairs. But we should make them use stairs. That way they'd lose weight. Nah, I think they're going to push back on that. Who came we need up a, with we the elevator? Need a I mean, who thought of a room that goes up and down? Some guy named Otis. Spunkmeyer? I think, maybe. He probably had a lot the of good The veteran's dog? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, dude, I don't know if you guys noticed this, and it personally bothered me a little bit while we were at Paula Deen's that... And that was something else. I didn't really see a lot of, you know, ginormous people in there. Yeah, dude. There some I, big ones. I saw not. a couple that were, you know, I, I could tell were sweating through their clothes. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't see anybody in there that I thought would commandeer a Walmart wheelchair just to move around. Did you? Did I just miss them, or did you guys see anybody? Yeah, I saw one older gentleman. He was about 6'7", probably weighed about 4'20". Dang. And he he wore, was wearing suspenders and a flannel shirt, uh, short sleeve, and he was sweating through it. Mm-hmm. And I could tell, dude, he's one of those guys that, you know, hops on those little rascals at Walmart, takes advantage of them. Yeah. And he wasn't that old. It didn't look like, so stop it. Mm-hmm. But now I get him. Maybe yeah, that was just me. I, um, I, I thought it was good, so... Enjoying our time here so far, uh, here in Gatlinburg. But um, you know, on on the way here too, we had some some crazy stuff happen to us. That was a yeah. bad storm we went through. Yeah, um, we uh, we had some weather that we encountered. We got stuck behind a slow driver. Just terrible pissing, terrible me drivers. Off, man. I don't like people like that who just can't get it together and drive. Do people lose their mind when it rains and they have to drive in it? Yeah. It's like, as long as you're not going, you know, a thousand miles an hour, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. You know, just calm down. Just drive like normal. Yeah. Go, if you want to go slower, go maybe three or four miles an hour slower than you'd normally go. Yeah. Not 40 miles slower. Yeah. Don't go, you know, under the speed limit in a 45. And I'll tell you this. And some people might not like it, but dude, if you're in the, if it's raining, you're in the left lane and you're going more than 10 miles under the speed limit, I'm going to get in front of you. I'm going to brake check you multiple times. Yeah, you need get to learn. Get out of my way. If you're getting passed in the left lane, you're the problem. you the problem, bro. Especially when it's raining. So we had to deal with that on the way up here, which was unfortunate. But, you know, we got around it, literally. Dude, we get here, man, and they don't even tell us how to get into this cabin. I had to call them, and they got a door code, and they're like, uh, yeah, push the button and then push star. Oh, that didn't work? Try these numbers, then push star. That also didn't work, huh? Hmm. Push these numbers and then push star. I'm pushing these buttons, right? The star button is wiped off. Well, evidently, that's a lock button. And Trey figures that out after about the seventh time that I couldn't get the door open. <laughs> he keeps locking it. And I'm talking to this guy on the phone, and I'm getting kind of upset. I'm like, guy, this isn't working. He's like, let's try one more code before we try something else. Kid you not, we tried that code. It didn't work. You know what he said? Let's try one more. Let's try one more code. Let me give you this one. Dude. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Send someone with a key. Idiot. But we ended up getting in, and, uh, yeah, you know, that's Pretty nice little place here. You know, nice little uh, 
Wood. Good little cabin. Wood inside the cabin here. Uh, nice little fireplace. There's some knickknacks. I don't think this is a personally owned one. I think this is probably a, you know, a rental one. This isn't like an Airbnb. No. You know, whoever owns this building doesn't come here and stay, I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> I was telling Josh a minute ago, and, the, you know, nobody can see it except from right where I'm sitting, but there's a, where two boards meet on the wall, and they didn't, like, tighten that gap up enough, and I can see directly outside. <laughs> so, uh, the insulation might not be the best, but, you know, it's all right. It's, it's uh, that's pretty good. I bet in the wintertime, man, it gets cold in here. You got a fireplace. Did Trey turn on yesterday? Does not put any warmth out. It's just for looks. Did Trey turn on that fireplace? And it was you know, the first thing I did when I got in here. here. I said, "Where's the fireplace?" Me and Josh walked in. We're sweating just from walking in. Trey said, "Let me fire up the fireplace. <laughs> Let me warm it up in here." Dude. It's for the. It's for the, the theme. It's yeah. for the. It's for the atmosphere. There's a little child-sized bear rug in front of it. Dude, I don't even want to know what many things have been laying on that. You know, in front of a fireplace. I would, you know, I would venture a guess that a lot of people named Kyle come to Pigeon Forge. Oh, yeah, dude. If you took a census on individuals' names, tourists that came to Pigeon Forge for the whole year, there's at least a thousand Kyles. Oh, yeah. A thousand. Now, we can narrow it down further, the number of cows who drive Jeep Wranglers and pull a dirt bike with that Wrangler, still a thousand. Still a thousand. <laughs> All of them. Anybody <laughs> named Kyle has a like Jeep Wrangler, yeah. <laughs> pulls dirt bikes with it. And again, man, we're not against dirt bike riders, but dude, you shouldn't put them in a Motel 6 and rev them up at 4 in the morning. Yeah, stop. That's too loud. Wrangler. <laughs> I think the audience likes that duck sound. Everybody seems to get a kick out of it when it hits. I don't really have good dreams, man. Also, we're talking about generations and you guys being the last good one. What the hell was going on back in the freaking 40s and 50s? I mean... Poverty? Oh, dude, a shit ton of poverty, I would imagine. Well, I mean... I've talked to a number of people who um, they either talk about, you know, people trying to hook up with other people like, uh, you know, oh, my, my sister was trying to date old Billy from down the street and it, uh, it couldn't, you know, they couldn't do, and he was always wanting to date so-and-so or get with somebody and Either that or they were drinking at a uh, highly unsafe young age. Oh, yeah, like dude. 12 years old, they were getting hammered on the regular. Yeah, dude, and just finding dirty old, you know, liquor like gin. Like, we got a bottle yeah. of gin at 12 and drank it. Yeah. Who's dude, doing who's, that? Yeah. I mean, it was a totally different time back then, dude, because you didn't have the communication we have now and, you know, I don't think doctors really knew, you know, what was good and what was bad for you. So they were like, yeah, you know, 12-year-olds, they're probably all right to drink. And smoke? Smoke cigarettes. You know, they found on the ground because they can't buy a pack. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think, man. Dude, I heard a story one time about how there were these, there was this gay guy. This was back in the 50s, maybe, 40s or 50s, in like Greenville, South Carolina. There was this gay guy who had been married to this woman for like 30 years, had some kids, comes and tells her one day that he's gay, right? So they get a divorce, and he starts cutting hair, which obviously, because there was only one other profession that he could have done, and that would be a flower railroad shop. worker. Flower shop, yep. I mean, dude, if you gay, you either cutting hair or cutting flower stems. But they were talking, and they were like, uh, yeah, he was cutting hair, and he was in there, and he said, one day I'm going to write a book, and I'm going to tell all the stories about all these boys that I know. And he was like, and I know something about your brother. And I'm like, oh. So this dude's out here just telling tales about gay escapades in the 50s. So evidently people were getting drunk, smoking cigarettes, and being gay on the low <laughs> in the 50s. Dang, dude. it was a, What was happening then? It was a wild time, man. Dude, if I was born in the 50s, I'd have just killed myself. Dude. Just imagine being able to live in the fifties, you know, and see JFK get shot. Yeah, I mean, I would probably wouldn't want to watch that one, dude. You know, what the hell's happening outside? I cannot see anything, <laughs> bruh. Oh man, we uh, it is raining. I can see it, it bouncing off the truck. But here at your uh, a minute ago, we could see mountains out this window. Here at your boys' podcast, and it literally we looks like it's snowing. It's the mist. Oh, dude. <laughs> What about that movie? Tried to catch a fog one time. (laughs) Missed. Hey, y'all remember that show Bonkers? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, It was a cartoon about a uh, tiger that was a policeman. Well, that's just Bonkers. Now that's just Bonkers. He looked Bonkers, dude. That was his name. Damn, Officer Bonkers, the tiger. Yeah. So just imagine getting pulled over and a tiger gets out in a state trooper's uniform. <laughs> walks up to you on both on his hind legs, bruh. That's it, dude. That, was dude, that would be was terrifying. Doing, you don't know if you're going to get a ticket or get eaten. Remember Darkwing Duck? Darkwink Duck? Dude, what did he do beforehand? That sounds racist. You know, if he has a Darkwing Dog. Darkwing Duck. Dude, I don't know how the sound went. <laughs> That's how you know, man. A, dude, a, a dark duck comes in and he just gives you that that wink of silence. You know, like shut up. He's like, wham, 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 wham. Um, if we were going to, like, start a restaurant, what kind of food would it be? Mm-hmm. What would it look like? Yep. Um, would it be sit down, seat yourself? Would there be a bar? Um, what kind of music would you play? Would you hire only women? Mm. Um, I just kind of want to, you know. I feel like you can learn a lot about a person from that. 
I thought about this a lot, man, actually, and I don't have the funds or knowledge to start a restaurant, but if I did, man, I would start one. I'd probably put it near Clemson, and I would uh, definitely have it to be like a kind of an indoor-outdoor thing, like in the cool fall times and spring times, you can open up a couple of big bay doors, mm-hmm. have like a screened area outside. Yeah, that'd you know? be cool. And have some cornhole throwing outside. Mm. Mm-hmm. I definitely have a bar because, you know, college kids love to get drunk. And then uh, I think I would serve um, – I would try my best to serve some kind of chicken wing and just compete with Wild Wing Cafe. Just make mine – have specials on every day, dude. Not a f- open, you know, hand-touching bar – out there, wing bar every Tuesday from you know one to one thirty. Yeah, no, that's I wouldn't not, do that. That's not bringing people in wild wings. Just, I would also just for your like info, tacos and pretty much wings and tacos. I think because those are good bar foods that you can get. Wings, tacos, and apps. Cheese yeah. sticks. Yeah, 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 apps. And I would try to make it fun, man. I think the music selection would probably vary on the different days. You know, I probably play a little, uh, you know, Metallica Mondays and have it kind of a little bit hard rockish. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to get a lot of business on Mondays anyway. So people won't really mind. And then maybe Timbaland Tuesdays for rap music. You know, Wampum Wednesdays for all kind of native music. And probably, uh, you know, Thunder Rolls Thursday, just play Garth Brooks all day. And then Friday, dude, it's a mixed bag. It could be whatever you want on Friday. Just have a jukebox out there. Funky Friday. Yeah, play 70s funk music. Oh, you yeah. Know, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Cooling the Gang. And then Saturday and Sunday, give it a break and probably play, like, contemporary Christian music. Yeah, on Sunday, do that. But on Saturdays, call it Saucy Saturday and play, you know, salsa dance music. Dude, why... Are live bands a thing in restaurants? Hey, I can't stand live bands. They're so loud and obnoxious. Yeah, dude, and then you have to clap when they're done. And it's just like... I didn't come here for this. No, I came to eat. I will, I will purposely avoid a restaurant if there's a live band playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Agreed. I would never have that in my restaurant. Dude, I went one time and saw... Uh, I think they're called Stone Echo, maybe. And, dude kid you not it was at chiefs back when chiefs was still open we sat directly in front of the stage like the oh. end of our table was almost touching the end of the stage oh, we were God. right there and that dude was just screaming feel my eyes with that double vision i'm like dude we eating <laughs> calm down yeah. you didn't make it you a cover guy yeah <laughs> You're right in my ear. Yeah, then you're <laughs> screaming about double vision in my ear. Then why would restaurants even do that? Do you think that really spikes, you know, no, patronage? I, I, I will say, unless it, they do it like the Harley Davidson store in Quaker Steak and Lube in Greenville, between the two stores right there, because they share a parking lot, they have an outdoor, like, 
amphitheater where people can play. No, that's fine. Well, that'd yeah. be cool. But dude, don't put people inside. No, don't put a band inside in the corner playing with your you know your customers sitting down eating dinner. I don't need to see that fat backup singer from Sublime just screaming, "I don't practice at Rio." No, while I'm eating my damn tacos. <laughs> That's not making me want to stay any longer. Play Wonderwall! <laughs> I want to get out of there quickly. That would deter me more than... It feels like it's much later in the day to me. Yeah. I keep forgetting where I'm at. You're Still in like back at the basement of Mom and Dad's. I would build like a Waffle House, but it would be like a cabin almost. It would mm-hmm. be wood, you know, and it would be designed like you were inside of a Pigeon Forge cabin. Yeah. The the bar stools at the Waffle House would be like pancakes. They would look like pancakes. Mm-hmm. Everything would look like a breakfast item. Yeah, I guess almost I like Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka's Waffle House. Oh, bro! Dude, you could walk in there and you could bite anything. You could yeah. bite anything. It's made out of anyone, and either, it would be dude. made out of waffles. Made out of yeah. waffles, bro. Yeah. Little batter. and then the little Oompa Loompas oh, would come out. Man. I'll do a dance that's if that's you were waitress. naughty. You know oh, what I'm saying? They would kill you. Tote you off. They wouldn't that. kill you like, you know, how they kind of make it look like an accident in the movie. You know, yeah. she chews that bone. They just up. take you out back. They, they just take you roast out back you right there while you're sitting there. Pit roast. Cracking jokes on you. <laughs> yeah. You're that odd one out here, giant. Yeah. Mm. No. What's up, everybody? This is Caleb from Your Boys Podcast wanted to uh thank you guys for listening to us i uh, appreciate everybody who uh listens to us every week also wanted to let you know that the remainder of this episode is basically just going to be some clips and some outtakes and some you know things that made us laugh in the moment and we just kind of cut them up and put them all together for your listening pleasure so take the next few minutes sit back and listen to your boys uh just say things and not make a whole lot of sense so if it sounds like we're making less sense than normal, we probably are, um, because these are just a bunch of clips that we've cut together to make you laugh. Dude, I knew this girl one time, they called her Pud. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, Buddy, that was her. Short that, for what? I don't think she ever really had a job. She, her, her, her family... That wasn't the question. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said she works for what? I was like, okay, well, I don't think she had it. <laughs> I don't know her name, but apparently said, she's a pud. So said, whatever whatever job he said her name is pud. That is. I said, oh, pud. What is that short for? <laughs> he says, I don't know. I don't think she's ever had a, had a job. I don't know what job is, you know. <laughs> Pud short for, but I don't think she's ever had even a job. No, so. but sure as shit, man. She was, uh, I think she was a grade ahead of me in school. And I, uh, it was funny because when you heard that nickname, you're like, wow. <laughs> you sound like a porker. <laughs> right? But she wasn't, man. She was a, uh, she was on the tennis team, I feel like. And she, she did other stuff too, but I don't remember any of that. But, uh, yeah, and I don't know. So eventually, you know, that kind of wore off. But it only, her family called her that. Her parents called her Pud for <laughs> for some just, for some weird just funny reason. To say now you know, back pud. then, dude, old Pud was Pud. <laughs> dude, if you see, I can't. 
Good a job, Pud. I'm so proud of you for playing tennis so well. Yeah. I just are a little Pud. Yeah. A Pud Muffin. Wait, that's, that's what they called him, man. So pud Muffin. Weird. Pud Muffin. Yeah. Oh, pud Muffin. Pud. But, uh, she, yeah, she was on the team, so she wasn't really fat or nothing like that. But it come to find out, her parents called her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how. It was like a family nickname, like. Uh, oh, like Uncle John, you know, like Pud. Prudence. <laughs> so they left out some letters. Pud. <laughs> and added one. Yeah, they could have called her Prude. Didn't want to do that, though. That make her seem rude. So just call yeah. her Pud. Exactly. Drop the R, drop the E, what you got? <laughs> Pudder. <laughs> Here lies Pud. Apple yeah. Pudder. <laughs> 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 Sweet little apple putter. <laughs> and our newest graduate, Pud Yoder. Pud Yoder. Graduating with a degree in Pudology. <laughs> oh, man, dude. The... Played tennis, was a starter on the Pud Muffin team. <laughs> she got a lot of Pud stuck in her. Oh, man, she was a captain of the Powder Pud football team. Powder Puds. Yeah. <laughs> to the hot dog. Oh. Thinking there's a, a ghost or something trying That's to get a in here. Some yeah, type of midget luckily crawling though, in, in here, work. there's there's not really any duct work. You know, there's a little bit, I guess, but you know, thank God no midgets are I saw two ducks around. putting up a facade outside. They, they were just out there pretending, putting on a front duck work. Duck if a midget tried to come in through the duct work, it would be through that uh, fireplace over there. You know, and we could just start it. Yeah, and also, why it's do they call glass it? on the front, so they'd be stuck in there. Why do they call it terrible. duck work? You put it between your houses, dude? You put duct tape on it? Dude, I think the reason why duct tape is so sticky is because they get ducks to spit on it. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's the re- that's the secret ingredient, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot of ducks and a lot of squeezing. If, if I, I had that wah sound effect, I'd play it. Right I wah. think that a lot of uh, ducks, they can spit farther than camels. Dude, when yeah. I think of a duck, I think of an arrogant duck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No I don't respect. Think there's any, yeah, I don't think there's any humble ducks out there. No. They're all just kind of aloof, you know, about themselves, or they're really, really like, I'm a duck, you know? Kind of like that lady at the nursing home. Duck, I'm pub. I'm dot. I'm dot, pud. Yeah, dude, that could have been dot. She could have grown up to be a very old lady. Have you guys ever eaten a whole hazelnut? I nearly passed out when I ate one. Dude, are you are you allergic to nuts? Not at all, but uh, it, the, just the flavor of hazel, dude, was just everywhere. You allergic to hazels? No, nah, I, I ain't met a lot of them, but the hazelnut, boy, I ate that thing. Bro, I about passed out, dude. About freaking fell right on my anus. Dude, what did what did a hazelnut taste like? I feel like that's not a nut that I would buy. You know, I'd, I'd stick with a cashew. Yeah, I like pistachios. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. But you know, a hazelnut kind of tasted. I like penis. No, I don't know what that tastes like. Does it taste like an acorn? The hazelnut, dude. That's exactly what I was gonna say. But then I got an acorn. I what I was gonna say, yeah, like dumped in cinnamon dumpling. Yeah, dump it in there. Dude, early yesterday, took a Fried dumple <laughs> What? A dumple stiltskin. I'm not taking anything away from you. I'm just saying I'm doing a job right now. Oh, dude, I feel like I'm talking in circles. I don't like horses, man. 
Dude. Dude, if I caught one near a swimming pool, I'd push it in there. Deep in. If you push a horse on its back, it can't get back up. Shut up. <laughs> How do you think their legs like? Oh, dude, just, I'm finna make a tipping apparatus. Just right out there on a four-wheeler coming in about 60 miles an hour, super hot next to this freshly awakened horse. Just scoop tip right over. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Let him figure all, it out. Make like a, uh, you know, a potato cannon. Mm. Just with compressed air, you know, just knock a horse over. <laughs> just with kill that. it. With just, that. Oh. You whip it up the back of a four-wheeler. You just blow a freaking, you know, 100,000 pounds of air at it. Yeah. Flip it over. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, if you if you could do that, man, I would probably have a potato gun. Oh, yeah, dude. That's sick. Dude, sneak up on it. Put the potato gun on a fire truck. Sneak up on that horse with a fire truck out in the pasture. Just sneak up real slow. Blow that horse in your mouth. Yeah, I'd like to get rid of all horses. We don't need them anymore, man. What are they good for? They were good when we first got here. Yeah, they were necessary. Now what are they even doing? Making glue. Yeah, boy. And dude, if you don't if you don't think of that sound when you think of China, what are you doing? Yeah, dude, what you know you what I think when I think of China? Think of China was was. Aborted babies. Dude, I'm, I mm. think that they uh, they legit do that. That's not a bad thought because you can only have so many kids uh, out there. Yeah, like all the boys get aborted. Mm. Yeah, there can only be you can only have so many kids out in China. I don't know the girls. exact rules, but I think that you can only have like two kids. Tops, yeah, because yeah, they have a population problem. Yeah, I also think that, um, dude, one of my favorite Chinese things ever is that episode of Scooby Doo where they were looking for the mask of Zen Tuo. Oh, right, dude, that was a classic. And dude, he's like Shaggy's, like, well, how about you know cross this line and you're gonna have problems. And the guy steps right across it. Shaggy's like, huh? How about this line? Draws another one. The guy steps right across it. Said, well, how about this line? Steps right over it, breaks his little thing he was drawing the lines with. Shaggy hops on Scooby, cranks his ear like it's a motorcycle throttle, <laughs> rides off on Scooby. Come oh, on, like, Scooby. dude, <laughs> that is uh, that is. We we'll have, we'll have to pipe that clip right in there, dude. You know, forget copyrights. We we gotta we gotta show that one. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. The hello, I need to speak to somebody who can speak a Chinese. I am. The hello, how you doing? Sao Yeah. Don't want your milk. Pooping your pants is a way to get out of a lot of things. You drop a load real quick. You know. Hey, Rat, can you come in this meeting real quick? No. 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 I just forged a poop hammer. Ah! <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Oh, God. I need help. I think Sweat. I'm dying. Help me. Help! Someone get some help! And then most of the time, they'll just leave. Yeah. Dude, what is up with Stephen Hawking, bruh? Who's putting suits on that guy, dude? It's probably like trying to put a suit on a marionette puppet. He ain't going to heaven, that's for sure. Yeah, he ain't gonna burn. Where's the fireplace? Yeah, wheelchair and all. Do you think his wheelchair will be there? I think that's the only thing that won't burn. I think if you go to heaven, man, you get that new heavenly body. But I also think if you go to hell, you just kind of go with the shit.
you got already on you, you know what I mean? Do we know why he's in a wheelchair? A rabid animal bit him. Dude, that one side of his mouth started running towards the ground. Dude, I watched this one thing where he was doing his thing, right? He was, you know, keyboarding his, you know, way through a speech. Dude, there was a guy in the audience just hucking pennies at his mouth. Dude, it's not like you're using it. Calm down. It's just pennies. Stephen Hawking. Scientists choose to, you know, see if we can, you know, hook this, you know, these jumper cables up to Stephen's chair and his ears. You know, see if we can connect him to make him work. Why? He's like walking down the street though, and he sees a hot chick. Yeah. Like, you know, he's gonna think about that. Oh, dude, you know what just he's a, not gonna do ever be walking down the street. <laughs> Don't want your milk. I hate cats with their little paws. If you needed a transplant, or you had to, you know, get somebody else's body part put in you. You know, you needed it. They had passed away or, you know, wasn't using it a lot, whatever. But you needed it, so they transplanted it into you. What if, you know, you was on the heart transplant list and they said, boom, we got somebody for you. And they were like, great, great. You found somebody. Well, can I know something about him? What's his name? He was like, well, they call him Little Tommy. He's like, that's what they call him? He's like, yeah, his name's Little Thomas. That's what they call him, Little Tommy. And dude, can I meet him before he gives me the heart? Yeah, sure. Come on in here, Little Tommy. And dude, a midget walks around the corner. You finna get a transplant of a midget's organs. Dude, what if they're not full size? What if they're underperforming and then you die? You know, part midget. (laughs) Dude, I feel like it would take away, you know, half of who you are to have a midget heart yeah you know at least and dude, you know, three you, quarters what if you did have a midget heart dude i feel like your capacity for love would be tremendously hurt dude just imagine if you got that and then you had to like do the mannerisms of a midget even though you were full size so you know like when you sat mm. down in a chair you had to stick your legs straight out oh you do natural instincts i'll get up under that table what were we talking about earlier? Are there more words than what's in the dictionary? Or is that all the words? What was I going to say? Bathtub. Gopher jumpers. Woodland creatures. I lost granny. Different folks for different folk. Present. Oh, I ain't getting up at no nine. Yeah, I think uh, Bruce Kardashian should have should have stayed a boy. We didn't make it. Sorry, now I'm talking about going number twos. I got a tuba. Oh, dude. I thought he turned into a pterodactyl for a second. <laughs> what are you doing? Asian man. <coughs> Whatever. He looks like an actual rat. Bowl cut. Crack a tater, bro. Oh. Dude, deviled eggs are for sinners. Wondrous yeah. cheese. Brown. Do smurfs live underwater? Wow. Go drop a deuce, you know? Bust it down. Well, that's just bonkers. Spatula. Mathematician. Dude, a monkey scream is very different than any other scream, dude. Anyone out there with a pet kangaroo? I like blueberry. Yeah, you got them cakes. 2018 was an interesting year for me. Uh, It started in January. No. Smorgan Forgan. Smorgan Forgan? Butter, y'all! Punch that motherfucker right in his follow. Either way, man. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Wall's still alive, though. He had lap man surgery. Yeah. 
Dude, sometimes I think I, for like periods of a day, I'll forget how to read. I'm behind you. Bam. <laughs> well, it's what Christopher Reeves was, man, and it's sad, but he couldn't walk. No. Well, like, why are they? Why are they so scared of? I could eat a raw animal. So yeah, that's nice not a bad thing. idea. Say you found you, you know, was in need of some nourishment, and you rolled up on a dead ostrich. That's glue, boy. I would never, ever cross Jesus. No. Because Jesus, Jesus is, is my, my friend. friend. <laughs> Dude, y'all ever had that pud butt? No, it wasn't. It was a random baby. And that's Gus. He's insane. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take the Chinaman. Woo! Eat him. <laughs> he gonna toss his baby. I'd go eat a whole That'd be chipmunk. Weird. <laughs> Cats. Ducks. I think a midget just fell off the condiment shelf in the fridge. <laughs> One day at Christmas, my grandma said, Hey, can you run me to the house? I forgot all the gravy. I said, Sure, Ma. Slurp down a ween, perhaps? Dude, this beats hard, bruh. Idiot. They're so scared. Little gerb, bruh. And their little ears. Some people are just stupid. What are they even doing? Half, half of babies don't even know how to work their arms when they come out. Wow. Need a wipe? Just a little poop. Yep. Damn. Squirrels. Skunks. Small fawns. She can stuff my turkey. Scum-bibble-bum-bum. Who ate them animals? Don't rock the jukebox. Wheelbarrows of frozen dead animals. Ugh, oh. gross. Dude, what's up with Dog the Bounty Hunter? Hit him with that m m m monkey business, Trey. <laughs> we thought, you know, we would take the opportunity to present an opportunity to kind of show what exactly is that we can do when we have an opportunity uh, to be uh, who you think that we are <laughs> wow hilarious